Welcome to the Service Management Leadership Podcast with Jeffrey Tiefertiller. Welcome back to another Service Management Leadership Podcast. I'm back with Adam Griffith and Mark Blanke talking ITIL assessments and that sort of thing. We introduced the topic and gave a little background last week. This week, we want to go a little bit deeper. And I want to start by uh, addressing this question to Adam. What are some of the basics of this new and improved ITIL assessment? A week has passed, and yet it seems like it's just a few minutes since we just were yeah. we're talking about this. Yes, sir. Um, one of the basics, I think, um, I, I kind of want to circle back around to a point, Jeffrey, that you had made in the last episode. And that was the idea that uh, this is a standard, consistent set of questions that consulting partners are empowered with to conduct assessments. Um, and that consistency is important. It's important for, well, some of the things that we'll, we'll talk about later, uh, some of the, the benefits, some of the reason behind assessment, like benchmarking, for instance, or certification. But one of the things that I think that our ACPs really bring to the table as a fundamental part of what they provide, and that is the fact that while the questions are the same and they're fairly broad, generalized questions, what the consultant has to bring to the table is something that is unique understanding of the organization that they're working with, of their client. Because while the question might be the same asked by any consultant of the same organization, what's gonna be different from organization to organization is the evidence that they provide. And so consultants have to really be masters of doing the investigation and reviewing the evidentiary support for the organization answering that particular question. And I think that, well, maybe that's not one of the fundamental parts of the maturity model product itself. It's one of the most fundamental aspects of the service that the ACP, that the consultant provides as part of assessment. So can I push in and ask a clarifying question there? Just so everybody understands, when you meet, talk about the supporting documentation, you're meaning knowing what to ask the client organization, what types of documentation, so to speak, if, if you have a moderate, we will get into more of what that means, uh, assessment, just making sure there's the documentation that supports that, whether it's metrics, whether it's process policy documentation, all that sort of thing, correct? Correct. And so what you're getting at is the quality of the consultant would know the quality of the what documentation to ask for. Exactly. And know how to review that documentation and know the follow-up questions or the interview questions to, to use based upon understanding that documentation and that ability to, to reconcile whether or not that documentation is adequate for whether or not this is level two or level three, et cetera, things that I'll let Mark get into. All right. So Mark, take us through some deeper basics of this ITIL assessment and what what is it about? What are the types of assessments? That sort of thing. Yeah, sure. So I think just to talk a little bit about what Adam just said, um, I think what's an interesting difference between the ITIL for maturity model and what we saw in previous versions was there actually is methodology around this. It's not just a set of questions. So we do 
follow a pr procedure of reviewing documentation, conducting interviews, and then also looking at what other records, you know, systems are in place that support that. So there is, um, you know, more formality around how the um, assessment is conducted. But first and foremost, it is based on a maturity model. And then there are three types of assessments that can be conducted. And so it's not, again, one size fits all. So going from the simplest uh, to maybe the more complex or the larger assessments, we've got you know, individual practices that can be evaluated. So we can do a practice assessment and look at uh, what the capability is of that uh, practice. And I think that's a keynote. That's a capability assessment. So we're looking to see what that practice has as it's um, you know, fundamental. So if it's asset management, what's the asset management capability for the organization? And then we leverage um, maturity model, which has fundamental questions that the consultant needs to answer as it relates to the practice success factors against the four dimensions. And so based on um, our questions, we'll start off with the easiest, which is basically looking at a level two maturity. Um, level one is not evaluated. Level basically it's one set of questions for level two. And if you meet more than 50% of them, um, you're level one. If you're less than 50% of them, you're uh, level zero. And if you achieve all of them, then you are level two. And then there's a continuation through level five on your capability for that specific practice. The second type of assessment is a high level maturity assessment, which evaluates the um, service value system and its components like governance, service value chain, et cetera. Um, and you also evaluate uh, up to seven practices as a part of that high level maturity assessment. And it is required that you evaluate, or that we evaluate the ACP, um, the continual improvement practice, which is a part of the service value system, as well as it being a practice. So it really fits a two for one there. So there is that requirement as you get up to maturity. And then the final assessment is the comprehensive uh, maturity assessment, and that you can get a organizational rating of how you applied um, you know, ITIL to your organization, really service management. And there we are evaluating um, at least eight practices as well as the service value system uh, maturity. And so as the listeners are listening to this, just think about how much nuance every organization has and how much nuance the consultant has, even with the same questions. And so Mark, I asked this to you, as we think about that, and it's the same question applied to each organization, how is, does it get reconciled on the back end? Because everybody's going to do it their own way. Some people have a halo effect. It's my favorite client. Of course, I've helped them get a level five, you know, and, uh, you know, you guys know how it is. And so how do, how does the back end normalize and benchmark those results? Well, I think this is one of the critical reasons why an organization such as ourselves, an ACP is a part of this, because the, the fundamental around being an ACP and also being a, an ITIL assessor, which is required to conducting the assessment, is an understanding not only of the ITIL framework and the assessment methodology, but to also have consulting experience. So we have to have proven consulting experience across multiple organizations to even qualify to be an ACP or to be an ITIL assessor as an individual. Um, so that being said, there's definitely 
strength and, and experience of understanding how different organizations apply best practices and which different types of frameworks, methodologies, tactics, et cetera, can be applied to meet the service management goal for that individual practice or for a maturity overall. So we have to answer specific questions. And so to say that you have achieved the goal of that question for a specific practice or for the maturity of something like governance, we're gonna go look at documentation and interpret that as well as look at, you know, talk to people, observe whether or not those practices are actually being followed, not just being documented. And we may look at systems and see what the reports are like and see, you know, what incident tickets look like or change tickets, whatever, you know, it's in scope to what we're evaluating. So it's our experience of understanding how you can be successful to apply those best practices, but it's not a one size fit all, you know, it's not just a checkbox. Oh, I have a process document that says X, Y, Z on it. Therefore, um, I have achieved a certain capability level. Now it's really trying to meet the objectives of that practice and having something in place which achieves that objective. And so, yeah, sometimes it's a little bit of an interpretation, but it's a broad enough question to be consistent to answer it, but you have to be a little bit more interpretive from, as a consultant to say, okay, does the organization have a valid approach to that or not? Um, even something like the guiding principles. The guiding principles are not absolute. It's not the seven defined guiding principles of the ITIL framework. It's not the nine from the previous practitioner. It's an understanding that there are guiding principles leveraged by the organization to make its decision-making and to guide it through you know, the, the, the different parts of whatever practice that you're, you're applying. So that's something where it's a little more tricky, but we can evaluate what our guiding principles for an organization and saying you do use this consistently or not uh, to support your organization. Speaking of guiding principles, the start where you are is perfectly uh, positioned for this assessment because you have to, I call them GPS moments, you have to know where you are to be able to progress. And we'll end this with a question to Adam. When we think of all the questions and the nuance with the organizations and some organization says, I'm a level four, can they be a level three the next year? Certainly. Yeah, I think that uh, uh, earlier we, we were talking as uh, kind of offline about continual improvement. Um, and so there is there is effort. There are resources required to maintain a particular level of capability or maturity. And so, sure, an, an organization can slide backwards. Um, sometimes we even think that uh, can an organization be worse a year later in some level of capability than they were the, the previous year. Sure, that's possible. But I think, again, this is where uh, our consultants can really provide the granularity of understanding. Is it really the fact that the particular practice got worse or that the organization got worse or was there stagnation, right? Status quo. Status quo is sliding backwards, even though we sometimes want to say that, that, that there's no net gain, there's no net loss, but what's changing are the organizational outcomes that are required, right? The needs of customers are constantly evolving and constantly changing. And so if an element of service management is not continuing to evolve with that at a bare minimum and just maintaining status quo, they're actually getting further away from what those necessary outcomes are. So sure, absolutely, an organization can slide backwards. 
uh, one of the things that, uh, that we can talk about in a later episode uh, is what the length of time for uh, reassessment might in fact, might in fact be. And, and, and Mark's got the experience to back this up. Uh, while we can talk about certification in the next episode and the fact that a certification of a result has a uh, three-year expiration on it, does that mean that an organization should wait three years to reassess? Uh, and that I think is very, very dangerous. We would tend to recommend that an organization reassess or continue to surveil uh, those levels of capability and maturity uh, annually, uh, even though that does, you know, even though that certification is meant to last for, for three years. It's the same reason my doctor wants to come take my blood and give me a physical every year to see. And, and the question you get is, so what's changed? Have you do, do you do anything different? Right. And uh, I think that's kind of where we're going with this is just the ability to understand the nuance. And on that note, because, you know, clients and organizations that, that go through big transformations like outsourcing, they could easily take a step back in terms of their capabilities. I can say that, I don't want to push that onto you all, but, you know, that is a, a use case that I see probably more frequently than I would like. So guys, thank you all for joining us in this episode and uh, audience, we'll have one more next week. And so we'll dive even deeper on these ITIL assessments. You guys have a great week and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks, Jeffrey. Thanks, Jeff. All right, bye.